balls. Oh my gosh. You got that <laughs> way short. Where were you? in the groove. I was just getting in the groove. <laughs> my priorities today were uh, grooving it out. <laughs> oh my gosh. Totally checked that up. <laughs> oh my word. That was great. That was great. See, listeners, we really do it. Fresh takes every time for you. So that is for sure. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Man, well, welcome back, everyone, to the Kilted Balls podcast. Love to see you here. Yes, yes. Thank you for joining us. Heck yeah. That's amazing. And if you didn't hear Kilted Drop It, remember last week we talked about how we are going to be talking about priorities this time. It's probably the first time in a long time where we've known what we are going to at least start the episode talking about. That's the point I was going to make. At least start the episode talking about. Who knows where it's going to happen? But I I thought... I think this super obviously last week I was super excited when you brought it up and uh, yeah, just a lot of really cool stuff. Right. Like, I think, I think it's important to talk about and it's not something we've talked about before. It's not something that we've like put in our book and stuff. And I think it's, I think it's important. Right. So Mm -hmm. one of the things I think I ended the episode last week when I'm talking about priorities is I always got grumpy when I was first like kind of doing a lot of leadership stuff where I'd be doing stuff and I'd be like, Hey, can you help with this? Or can you help with this? And people would be like, Oh, sorry, I'm too busy. Or, Oh, I don't have time for that. And I'm like, how are you saying that? And I have time for it. And Mm -hmm. I have more stuff on my schedule than everybody. And I remember one time in a meeting, like somebody was talking about that. I'm like, yeah, I don't have time either. And I threw up my calendar, like up on the board. And everybody was like, how do you get anything done? And I'm like, that's how I get everything done. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, wait a second. I go, it's not that you guys don't have time. I go, it's that you guys don't know how to prioritize. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you're really telling me right now is that you don't put what I'm asking you to do as a priority, which is okay. But you should say to me, not I don't have time but that's not a priority because then I know where to rank that when I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. Cause sometimes you don't have time, right? Like you have a wedding in Las Vegas. You have to go to, mm-hmm. you might literally not have time and you're too busy for that. Mm-hmm. Right. To, to do something. But if you're like, Ooh, yeah, I'm not sure if I have time. Cause like, I'm going to go to a soccer game and then we're going to go out to eat and uh, then we have this new movie we want to watch. No, no, no. That doesn't mean you don't have time. That means you're prioritizing those things ahead of it, yeah. which could be okay, but own that. Own yes. what you're prioritizing. Yes. So, and I think that's when I started thinking about it a lot. And then as we've talked about, like, you know, Jesse Itzler says, you know, time is the enemy, which is a pretty famous mm-hmm. quote, right? Like, yes. time's undefeated. And one of the things they, talk about in reference there is what are you marking down as important tim tebow talked about that Mm -hmm. you know he's like what are you putting as your important stuff and i think people especially around our age or even 10 20 years younger than us they don't think about what their priorities are they just do and they Mm -hmm. do 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 
And all of a sudden, things that should be a priority become not a priority. Yeah. What's that? Uh, oh, there's a quote that it's exactly what you're saying. It's like something something along the line of don't confuse. Like, oh, I, I can't remember what it was. Like, don't confuse being busy with actually doing something or with <laughs> doing something with being busy. It's something like that. I, it's not coming to me right now. But that's Man. exactly what you're saying. Like, someone, they can feel that they're because const- you're constantly moving ba 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 through the day so they're busy but they're not actually mm-hmm. getting anything done right I think that's a very common thing it is and they're and they're not not only are they not getting stuff done they're not getting done what they actually want to get done like what their goals are because they don't realize that's a priority right mm-hmm. Did I talk about the coach last week or was that off air? Ooh, I don't remember. I think you talked about the coach quick last week. I don't think. That yeah, was I thought so air. too. And his thing was, you know, I'm not putting a priority on my wife. And yes. so she yeah, left me, right? Mm-hmm. She left yeah. him and I'm like, man, yeah. Like if that's, if that's important to you, mm-hmm. that should be one of your priorities. Yeah. Well, there is, and I wasn't sure if I was going to bring this up or not, but you kind of lead right into it. There okay. is a there is a little red book on Amazon. Okay. If anyone wants to look it up, it's called The Absent Husband. Now, the reason I've read it is written by someone very close to me, and I don't think I've ever brought this up on the air before, but it's written by a Paul Antrim. And, oh, yeah. I forgot he wrote a book. He talks about that a lot as far as relationships are concerned, people doing other things. Like he brings up some some really hard-hitting stuff because he lived a lot of that. So mm-hmm. he's preaching from experience. But uh, you know, also other things like like when just football season's ending right now. So, you know, there's a lot of men out there, and and you know, this this book is geared towards men. The women can read it as well. Obviously, there's a lot of great relationship advice, I think, in it. But, uh, you know, we're Sunday football is a priority over the family and doing other things and getting anything else done. So. So, yeah, it's it's funny that you that you just brought that up, like exactly like that. coach. Yeah. Prioritizing his wife and family. Well, I don't know if he had a family, but, you know, yeah. and that tends to wear. It does. It goes back to the absent husband. It does. It wears on people. And I think what you have to do is you have to be intentional. So like one of the things we've always talked about is like right now is my busy season. Right. Mm -hmm. And so people are often like, how does your family function during your busy season? Right. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. barely. (laughs) (laughs) Easier now at 21 and uh, 19 than it was at five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. <laughs> right. Like right now, it's pretty easy because the kids are kind of grown. But through it all, part of the priority there, and this is something that people I also don't think understand, is like you could look at what I do and say, "Ooh, is he really prioritizing his family?" Because he's gone a lot and he's doing a lot of stuff. And what they don't realize is I'm trying to set an example for my family. 
right? And I talk to them about that. So, which mm -hmm. here's the key. You don't try to set an example and don't tell people you're setting an example, <laughs> right? Because they might think that you're abandoning them or doing whatever, mm -hmm. but you, you talk about that and you like say, hey, I'm trying to show you that you can get a lot done and still have your family. And, you know, there's certain things like I've had people get grumpy at me during my busy season because I'm like, hey, you don't get me on Sundays as a rule. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. you know, there's exceptions to everything. But I'm like, in general, you don't get me on Sundays. And they're like, why? I'm like, Sunday is literally for my family. That's mm -hmm. that's my day. So all during the week, everything's all jacked up. Everything's messed up. And that's okay because Sunday is the day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. So that's that day, which football would run into that if like something happened. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But so I think that's important to set limits, but two, to make sure you're making those connections all the time. So one of the things people used to yell at us about in our parenting style, and you've seen this, we never had bedtimes for our kids. Like, you know, I, we have, I have like friends and, and sisters and aunts and everything. And they're like, Oh, you've got to set a seven o'clock bedtime. You've got to set an eight o'clock bedtime. We never set bedtimes for our kids. And people are like, why do you do that? Well, because if I'm getting home at eight, mm -hmm. that's the only time I get to be with the family. And so we're like, we're not going to put them to bed every day at 730. And then yeah. I never get to see them. And so people would be like, you're letting your four-year-old stay up? Yeah. And we're going to let them sleep in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. But that way I get to spend time with them. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think, I think that's important. Like, like, let me give you an example. So the season is starting to slow down, right? So we're at, this is my busiest week of weeks, but in mm -hmm. general, overall, it's slowing down. And so like me and Cal have been able to get home and hang out and do stuff. And yesterday we get home, it's sunny here. And he's like, I want to go outside, which is kind of rare for him because he loves his electronics. He's like, let's mm -hmm. go outside. Let's go outside and play. And I'm like, okay. And so we go outside right as soon as we get home and we're getting ready to go outside. And he's like, yeah. He goes, do you know why I want to go outside and be with you? I'm like, no, bud. Why do you want to be with me and go outside? He goes, because when I'm with you outside, my heart gets warm. I think oh, is what he awesome. said. Or he mm -hmm. goes, it warms my heart. Where it makes my heart glow. And I'm like, oh, whatever you have, buddy. Yeah, oh. super awesome. I'm like, let's go outside and play. Right. But like, you know, we read, like he was having a breakdown the other night and we went upstairs and we read books and we read books Monday. And today we're sitting there. He's like, I love reading books with you at bedtime. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, right. But you've got to make that time and show mm -hmm. them their priority, not yeah. an afterthought. And so, like, my kiddos, like we always included them in all of my busy stuff. Like mm -hmm. they went yeah. to meetings mm -hmm. with me. They went to like practices with me. And if you're sitting there going, what you took your kids to meetings. Are you kidding? Brenna has been to more house closings than most adults. <laughs> yeah. By the time she was like seven or eight. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I took her to all my closings and you're like, yeah. why would you take a little kid? Because I was spending time with my kid and mm -hmm. showing people that you can do this with your kids and you can yeah. get lunch with them before and get ice cream after, and you can do adult stuff. Mm -hmm. Like it shouldn't limit you again, kind of like we do the podcast where we're purposely showing people, you don't have to do everything pre-advanced. Yeah. 
right? But I think it's important for people to identify their priorities and also not like bullshit themselves. Because one of the things you see a lot right now, and it's funny because I'm like, ah, oh, I guess I should have trademarked this back in the past, is an activity that I do with people sometimes is like, write down like 20 things that are important to you. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, throw away 10 of those that aren't as important. And people are like, uh, okay. And then I'm like, okay, pick five more. And then they're like, well, this is harder. Yeah, throw them away. Okay, now pick like three things and throw them away. And people are like, how can I choose? How can I choose? I'm like, now you're understanding what's important to you. When you're Mm -hmm. literally scrunching them up and throwing them on the floor, you start doing that. And when we did that, I remember laughing at some people because for those of you who haven't figured this out after what, 168 episodes, (laughs) I tend to be really truthful and harsh. Like I, I'm not very good about softening my words. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's a law or bonus depending on what you like, (laughs) right? Like they're sitting there and they're like, Oh, well, clearly my family's first. I'm like, really your family's first. They're like, I would die for my family. And I'd be like, well, dying's easy. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. They're like, what do you mean dying's easy? I go, how about you do with your family? Oh, I do stuff with my family. I'm like, really? Because Facebook says you don't. Yeah. I'm like, your work life says you don't. I'm like, you're saying your family that you would die for them. I go, but you don't do stuff. And now I see people all the time, like on billboards, you know, Mm -hmm. don't die for your kids, live for your kids. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, like do the, do the stuff. And I remember them people getting like grumpy with me. They're like, do you not think your kids are the most important? I'm like, I think my kids are really, really important. And they're like, they're more important than your spouse. I go, and you're probably going to get divorced. Mm -hmm. And they're like, what do you mean? And I go, you've got your kids in your house for 18, 20, 26 years, probably Matt. That's mm-hmm. the length of time you're with your kids. I go, you told your spouse you're going to be with them until you die. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> a hell of a lot of time. Your spouse was there before kids. Your spouse is going to be there after kids. Mm-hmm. Your spouse should be more important than your kids. Yeah. Which isn't how we're trained, right? Like genetically, <laughs> evolutionarily, we look to our kids first, mm-hmm. right? Our spouses are disposable, which is okay. And I'm not judging people for doing that. I'm just saying you need to be intentional and think about these things. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Saying one thing and then like, it's not right. Like be intentional. Like if you're saying my kids are my first thing, what does that mean? And what does that look like? Mm -hmm. Because I have people right now that they think I'm crazy because they'll be like, oh yeah, we've got this full schedule of activities every day for our kids. I'm like, weird. And they're like, well, you have to go to your kids' games. I'm like, why? Well, <laughs> because they're the most important thing. I'm like, is it is it important to them that you're there? Mm-hmm. Do they want you there? Well, of course they want me there. Have you asked? Well, it depends. Are they bringing monster cookies? <laughs> right? Are they bringing monster cookies? They, I remember once at tennis, I like asked mm-hmm. Ava. I'm like, hey, we're here. I'm like, is it okay that we're here? Yeah. Like we're coming to a lot of your tennis and she's like, um, sometimes it's really bad and I wish you weren't there. And she goes, and other times I love having you there. And then mm-hmm. by the time she was a senior, she's like, yeah, I love having you guys there. Right. Mm-hmm. But there were times there where she was like, it freaks me out having you there. 
because you're such a big presence, even on the sideline, I can feel you, which if you haven't spent time with me in a room, I do have a bad habit of like filling a room. Right. Like, yeah, some people just have that kind of personality. And so she's like, you walk up to a tennis court and you can feel you being there. And she goes, I know you're just hanging out and loving it and watching, but I can feel it. And she goes, and it kind of messes with me. I'm like, oh, I go, well, that's cool. I'll just hide. Right. Like, you'll never know I'm there. And I would like, I'd be like half mile away. I can see her. (laughs) Right. Because I enjoyed watching her. Right. Mm But it it shouldn't be about you. It should Mm -hmm. be about them like that's showing your kids mm-hmm. yeah that well we have we have that talk i mean morgie's four so he doesn't necessarily understand everything but he, he understands a lot and when i'm doing orders like i love playing and we do so we do fun stuff during the day but i'm like when when i have to do these orders because this is why we can do this other stuff like if right. i'm not doing this these you know just like with any job you know, that's what I'm choosing to do. You know, if you don't go to work and you don't teach, then you can't live in your house. You can't, you know, go out to eat and do these other things. Right, right. I mean, you could spend all the time you wanted outside. Then you'd be like living under a tree. Because I'd be like living <laughs> in the back, down by the river. Yeah. So, you know, those and, and, and yes, I, I understand that kids are super, super important, but, you know, you're yeah you have to really make money too like not that money's everything but it just makes it so you can do a lot of other things right well and you can't do it at the exclusion right like there's so many movies about that where listen you didn't spend any time well i was doing the work for you so you could have this life yeah but i Mm -hmm. wanted a dad right like that's like a common movie trope yeah Yeah. which i think is real carry boxes all the time use tape and all that stuff i mean he helps me Mm -hmm. and you can tell sometimes when he does all the taping (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so, well, and, if we have any customers listening if you get a really jacked up box of a tape then you know why yep yep could have been a four-year-old well you know like i took my kiddos to well you saw like when we mm-hmm. worked candy my kiddos were working candy mm-hmm. with us when i worked on houses i took them so it was yeah. important for me to have my family part of that stuff yeah so even though i'm super busy like my buddy goes to practice with me just about every day. We're spending mm-hmm. time. My girls went to practice with me all the time. They yeah. were included. And so one of the things I always tell people is make it a family affair. What mm-hmm. If you have a priority that you're worrying about interfering with your family, find a way to include the family. Mm-hmm. That's great and advice. You, right? Like include them. And if you can't, maybe your priorities are wrong. Which goes back to our original thing where we would talk about me being late for stuff. And I'd be like, well, because I had different priorities. Like they were like, be at McDonald's at seven. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm probably going to talk to this girl till seven and then drive to Meyer or IGA or whatever. <laughs> right. Like the girl was the more of the priority. Mm-hmm. So, which when you're a teenage boy, that happens. So. That happens. <laughs> that happens sometimes. That's sometimes a thing. So. But, you know, listeners, I think you need to do that sometimes, like, especially Mm -hmm. now it's the beginning of the year, you made all of these great resolutions, like maybe sit down now and be like, okay, what are the things that are important from me? Yeah. Then look at your goals and your crap from the year that we've been preaching about for the last two months 
and see do they align with your goals. Like if your goal was, hey, I want to make a million dollars, yay. But when you look at what's important to you and money's seventh, something's out of alignment. (laughs) Right? Something's out of alignment. Uh Because you're going to have to work hard to get a million dollars. That's going to take away from other priorities. Yeah. You got to make those choices, right? Very true. So one of the things, like, one of the things I've always loved about you that I've always been stupid impressed with is you make it a priority to stay connected to, like, so many people. Like, you're so good at that. And, like, for me, I've always been horrible about that, right? Like, Mm -hmm. we've talked about how you can just, like, pick up with friends and stuff all the time. Yeah. But in reality, what's crazy is that you make an honest effort to stay connected. And that was before social networking. You did that. And I'm like, he prioritizes his friends and his people. Whereas for me, like if someone was like, yeah, I'm busy and I'm hanging out, I'd be like, cool. And I just wouldn't think about him for 20 years. Mm-hmm. You know, Well, let's think about that too. Look at your, look at growing up. Mm-hmm. You had a very stable family yes. setting, built in friends, things like that. And I didn't necessarily have that. I, I think, cause that's something that's, that I've thought about and been, you know, not I don't think about it often, but something that I've thought about and done soul searching, like why do I do this? Why are yeah. my connections with my friends like so so important? And I think it comes down to that, just that like not having that very much when I was younger, and then you know being able to keep amazing relationships as I'm older is super. I painful. think you're right on. Um... I was talking to a family member recently and they were over at Lehigh college talking to a coach and they made the realization that that coach had been living on their own since they were 14. And so their family was their team and partners, like their wrestling partners and stuff. That was their Mm -hmm. family. And they were like, I wonder if they will understand us having such a close family and how important that is that, you know, we're there for these events and stuff. And I'm like, I'm sure they will because it's just changing the name. What's hard for you to understand is that their friends are as important as your kids. Yeah. Right. But I'm like, that is, that's what happens. And that's, I thought of that. I was like, that's what happened to Kilted, right? Like he wasn't around like all those people. Whereas like somebody like me, I was around a tremendous amount of people. And I had that built in safety net all the time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, which is kind of an interesting thing, but then that forced you to always stay connected. Whereas for me, from a young age, I learned my family might be across the country, mm-hmm. might not talk to them for six months and they'll show up the next day and it's like nothing changed. Yeah. And so I treat my friends the same way, right? Like mm-hmm. I don't yeah. see it for a while, then bam, we're together. Yeah. And not, and everything is perfect. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, it's just an interesting, important part, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that so. was like last year when I was trying to finagle how we could how we could work it out and all meet up in Indianapolis, like I was talking yes. about. Like, yes. like that would like I get to see Jesse fairly regularly. I like to think, but to have the three of the four of us with Jamie because Jamie has hung quite a bit as well. Yeah, like I that would have been like the most amazing weekend. And in, in, in the next five ten years, I want to 
I would really love to work something like that out where all of us boys can hang out and do something fun. That would be super cool. I'm um, an interesting side note. I just got a message that was like, your internet connection is unstable. I'm like, really? Normally that's kilted who has those issues. <laughs> yeah. I'm like that doesn't make sense that mine would be. It went I away. Hard, so I hardwired in my PlayStations, right? You can see that button cord right there. So hardwired in. <laughs> I yeah. any issues. <laughs> nice, nice. You should knock on wood. Uh-huh. So what other things do we prioritize that we don't think about, right? I would say, I, I was thinking, you know, obviously the, the work comes up, yes. the, the family and friends. I think even when it comes down to, to um, you know, our exercise, really everything. I mean, everything in life is a priority. So today I did not complete my intermittent fast. Anyone okay. who is not from Michigan... Or I mean, I guess it's common knowledge that today is Fat Tuesday. Fat Tuesday in, in Michigan, you get poonchkis. Down yes. here, I found a place where I could have gotten poonchkis. I just got regular donuts. It was going to be easier, and I think they turned out better. No, they the the poonchkis they were they only had apple and the and the uh, powdered sugar with gold on it. And I like to consider myself a girl brought me a chocolate covered peanut butter punchki i think oh that sounds amazing some so uh, quality dairy so, i assume <laughs> it was quality dairy because I some quality dairy. last year i forgot all about this when my daughters reminded me today i threw out my punchkis last year from meyer oh yeah i forgot I all about we were that talking about that yeah because we talked recently about how i had that really bad food and it made me so upset and mm-hmm. she said that i'm like oh that was actually the third time, not the second. The Poonchkeys from Meyer were I up on that list. About that too, yeah. Man. So yeah, today, I mean, my I like to think my intermittent fast is, is fairly important to me. But today, mm-hmm. donuts were more important, and it was something that that Oliver and I did together on the way to school. I was like, "Hey, today's Fat Tuesday." You know, some people, they eat these, they're called poonchkis. I explained everything to them. Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't know if they'll have them or not, but they'll at least have some donuts. And he said, let's try it out. So I they, think that is great. Didn't have any. And I think it's important that you do that with him. Um, I did a fast the other day thinking of you. Awesome. So I forget what happened. You and I were online. And I don't remember what day it was, but we probably got offline like at 930 or something. Mm-hmm. And I went to bed and I got up the next day and had my coffee. I can't remember if coffee is part of your fast or not. Yeah, I, drink, and, I don't drink anything in my coffee. I'm a black. Yeah, mine's always random, so it's hard to say. But I'm going to mm-hmm. assume that I drink it black. So I went to work and I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm not really hungry. I'm not going to eat right now. Like I'm not going to have a, my Pop-Tart or snack or whatever. So I work for a while and then I'm like, Oh, I should probably eat. And I'm like, but you know what? I've got to take Cora to an appointment at 11. And that would be 14 hours since we got offline. And I know I didn't eat after we got offline. I'm like, I'm going to do that just to see if this is a difficult thing at all. And so I did it. It's really not that difficult. No, it was like (laughs) nothing at all. No, like. But some Literally, days I go, some days I go get donuts. <laughs> it was me for it was me forgetting to eat when I first got up, which happens. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. I could probably do this a lot. Mm-hmm. I could probably do this. 
Yeah. So I'm like especially is better. Like, Sixteen is is definitely much better. Eighteen is supposed to be real But yeah, I think if you're going eighteen, you're just being dumb. You're yeah, just being a weirdo. Was just a low. Was just a low goal that I could hit. <clears throat> I was thinking I could easily hit ten hours for sure. Yeah. Yeah, That's I think that would be that'd be not a lot of work for me to get ten hours fast. Listeners, it'd be interesting yeah. to know mm-hmm. if you guys fast mm-hmm. at all. Um, this is kind of a pertinent question because tomorrow is a fasting day for Catholics. So fasting and abstinence. But like when I talk about fasting for Catholics, Catholics fast differently than other people. Oh, yeah. I guess I never realized that. <laughs> yeah. So and I bet Catholics don't because one of my semi beefs with the world is that people don't even know their own religions. Like they say they're religious or they say I'm Baptist Mm -hmm. or whatever. And I'm like, you don't know any of your rules. Mm -hmm. So for Catholics, when you are fasting, that means you only get three meals. (laughs) (laughs) And, And two of the meals have to be smaller than the third. Okay. So you add it together, they have to be smaller than your third meal. Okay. So there's no snacking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so that's a fasting. That's a fasting meal. So, so yesterday at D and D, I don't I don't know how it came up. I'm trying to even think back to how it came up. Yeah. But anyways, the Pope came up. Oh yeah. And Is someone he at the t- someone at the table said <laughs> said something about the Pope, blah blah blah. And He's only got one lung, but I had just taken a bite, so I couldn't say that seems like an odd requirement to be at home. <laughs> so I'm like chewing really fast so I can say it. And then someone else at the table said, Is that required? <laughs> so I was like, Oh, you beat me to it. Yeah. So I didn't realize that the Pope only has one lung, and I don't think that's a requirement. I don't <laughs> think it's a requirement. Yeah. So anyway, I find fasting during Lent to be trivial. Like some people are like, you know, I fast all the time during Lent. I'm like, and is that hard? Like, (laughs) like you can't snack. (laughs) I'm like, so you can't snack. That's, that's your, that's your thing. Now, like it's kind of hard for me because fish Friday. Yeah. Cause I eat all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like a thing where I'd have to think about it, but I'm also not very good with the rules because <laughs> you're you're supposed to follow the spirit of the rule, right? Which the spirit of the rule is supposed to be you're sacrificing. And because I'm such a rule Nazi about stuff, I follow the rule instead. So like if I have McDonald's for breakfast and Taco Bell for lunch, that just means I have to go all you can eat for dinner. <laughs> right which still follows the rule (laughs) because it's two smaller meals that don't equal your full meal Mm -hmm. so as long as i make sure my last meal is bigger than both of the other two i'm Mm -hmm. I'm good right and what tends to happen like on a day like tomorrow what'll happen and tomorrow is kind of a weird because it's a super busy day for me but what'll happen tomorrow is i just probably won't eat breakfast yeah right like i won't like i said before like i just waited until like 11 or noon to eat so what i'll probably do tomorrow is i'll just wait till like 11 or noon and eat yeah 
And that's going to carry me all the way to like six or seven and I'll eat. And I'm at like two meals and now I've got a bonus meal sometime. <laughs> I was going to say, how, how does that work? Because this your bonus meal. Is it, is the rule written the the first two are less than the third or two have to be less than the main meal? So basically like what they say is you're permitted one full meal and two okay. smaller meals that do not equal the okay. full meal. Okay. Right. And so you're so you supposed can move those to those around. Like if you have right, a giant right. breakfast. So I'll be like, eh, I'm gonna have a shake. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. Awesome. So yeah, there's things like that. And so now in reality, what you're supposed to do is like, you know, not eat a lot all the time, right? You're supposed to be mm -hmm. sacrificing. So, but I have trouble because they give me rules. Yeah. So I'm like, the rules clearly there for a reason, but you know, and there's exemptions, right? Like if you're pregnant or whatever, but like my mom will do like real fasting. Like mm -hmm. I, I don't think she still does it because we yelled at her when she was in her seventies sometimes. Yeah. But like she would say, um, Thursday, Holy Thursday, she would not eat from Mass Holy Thursday. Well, it's not Mass. Service Holy Thursday until mm -hmm. Easter Mass was complete. So if she went to the Midnight Mass, which is her normal, that means she didn't eat, you know, from Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, midnight. So she'd be going mm -hmm. 48 some hours with no food. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's weird. Like, yeah, she, you know, but that's her, that's her faith and how she wants to yeah. show her sacrifice. And mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, that's, that's good. Um, the meat thing is really weird because they did the no meat thing mm -hmm. because meat was a luxury item. Mm -hmm. So again, it was about sacrificing and mm -hmm. so they said, yeah, don't eat meat on Fridays and Ash Wednesday so you can sacrifice. Yeah. But in our day and age, it's flip-flopped. Mm -hmm. So fish has become the, the, the cool thing to eat. Mm -hmm. And meat has become the norm, right? Like you can get lunch meat all the time. Like nobody cares anymore. And so now what happens is people are like, oh, can't eat meat on Fridays. Go on a Red Lobster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, let's go out for sushi. <laughs> uh -huh. Sushi. And it's yeah. like, no, like it it's changed, but the church doesn't change with it. Like mm -hmm. the time's shifted. And I'm like, you you're you're doing it wrong. Like people A are doing it wrong, but two, the church is doing it wrong. Yeah. Like you want to make people have to fast, be like no carbs on Friday. <laughs> yeah. Like watch people freak out that mm -hmm, yeah. right? that's a sacrifice, mm -hmm. you know, we're only vegetables on Friday. Yeah. Like, yeah. And you can do that yourself. I'm just saying the church might maybe want to mm -hmm. throw if their priority is sacrifice. Yeah. And again, going back to priorities, clearly their priority right now is more rules. And I heard when they did the fish thing, like, Mm -hmm. When they made it, it used to be Fridays all year long. Yeah. They like killed the fishing industry. <laughs> oh, wow. Because there's so there's many Catholics, so many right? We're eating fish on Fridays and all of a sudden they stopped. Yeah. And then meat took off, which is why meat's now cheap. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, 
And I'm like, it's crazy. Crazy. So yeah, we kind of deviated. It was still a little bit about priorities. Bit. It but was good. It was super good. Yeah. But hopefully, listeners, you didn't mind me babbling. Somebody was teasing me. They're like, we can't believe you're talking about geometry on your podcast. <laughs> Like we talk about all sorts of shit. Like shit happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's just the that way it is. Mm-hmm. Which I was just thinking. I have no idea what I do with my phone. So sometimes I get messages. Oh my gosh, I got so many messages, but none I think about the podcast. So okay. you know. Oh wait, maybe I did. Oh no. Anyone had anything they wanted to throw in <clears throat> besides what we cut her? No, no, no. Dang it. Nope, I think we're going to have to tie him into the next episode, maybe. So, probably have to put them all in there. So, And then it looks like we had more messages from the D&D group, and it looks like I've got like a thousand Marco Polos. Um, Speaking about priorities, this is not a priority, but it goes back to when I'm feeling overwhelmed. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm not feeling overwhelmed right now, but I'm super, super busy. I haven't made a trade, I think, all February. Oh, wow. Well, I was down for a bit just because I was, like, irritated. Yeah. So, yeah. But I have I have an open trade right now. Let's see where it's at since we're talking about it. I think I'm just too overwhelmed to process the information, so I just don't. Ooh, yeah. we're about to run out of time. What do you think? Oops. Yeah. All right, people, this is Ballbuster. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Yes, we're signing off. Love you all.